There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Dick Toledo here, and I want to say thanks for downloading, streaming, and sharing everything from our Morning Sickness podcasting page. Today's podcasting content is being brought to you by Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Visit them in Scottsdale off the 101 and Indian School or online at ChapmanDodge.com. Finally, 2020 is coming to an end, and like you, I'm not even mad about it. In fact, my friends at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram are celebrating with huge savings. It's Dick Toledo, and with Employee Pricing Plus, you pay what every Chapman employee pays at the Big Finish sales event going on now. So wrap up 2020 with a win this holiday season and enjoy huge savings on every new Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram vehicle. Visit them online at Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School, or simply do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Ninety-eight. HMS CSI. Brought to you by Tuft and Needle Mattress. All right, everybody, gather around here. Gather around. It's a morning briefing. Morning, Chief. Morning, Eric. Officer Bogan. Chief. Toledo. First off, anybody got any disruptive legal matters they're going to take care of midway through the show today that are going to kind of surprise us? Anybody want to make that announcement real quick? All clear. All, All clear, clear Chief. Oh, good, good. Nothing. Uh, Eric, you might have a court case you forgot about and have to go to in 10 minutes. In the future, let's try to keep our court cases, uh, you know, a couple days notice. That's all I'm asking. Are we clear? You got it, Chief. Clear. All right. Crystal. Good. 808 check. All right, let's get uh, let's get to today's docket. Brady, who are we looking for today? We got a perp. All right, we're looking for this guy. He's got uh, his uh, social security number tattooed on his forehead, but he st- still can't locate. All right, him. round up anybody with numbers he's on there. Start out in the Houston area, but he's making <laughs> his way towards us. I don't care. As chief, I'm going to say this. I know it's profiling in its own right, but anybody with numbers tattooed to their face is a suspect. So let's keep that in mind. Is it a six and a nine? Yeah, is it inverted? Because that's just that just means peace in Korea. I don't think so. Anyway, guys, let's get out there and look for Numberhead. And always remember. I got a name. His name's Robert Wooten. If you know Bobby Wooten. He's a black guy with a number on his head. It's my dream come true. And the Saints logo in the middle of his forehead. He's going to be real easy to figure out here. <laughs> well, it's better than a swastika. I think that's a fleur de lis. <laughs> We're going to find him, Chief. Don't worry. Guys, you go out there and you grab this guy. This shouldn't be too hard. And never forget. Let's be careful out there. All right? We're on it, Chief. All right. Thanks, fellas. Get out of here. Get out of here. Here's Here's your hoagie. It's our new theme song. Sounds like we're a kick-ass CSI show. (laughs) Awesome. Nice job, Whistle. We're proud of you. I like it. Second time through, I really like it. Well done. I don't think we've ever called ourselves the Morning Sickness Show. It's all right. HMS CSI. You it could, is uh, the Morning Sickness you Show. You can CSI this because somebody sent this in really concerned no! about you. I know. Olivia Nova's dead. 
I, I never heard about it. They're dropping they like running. flies between August Ames and Olivia Nolan. Yeah. yeah, I have never masturbated to this lady. It's only 20. She hasn't been around that long. They found her dead. Well, today in honor of. Yeah. There you go, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the way she would have wanted it, right? That's right, Eric, and I already beat you to that because yesterday. <laughs> when really? I found it, in honor of. Yeah. I, I found out yesterday. What, the day you find out. It's it's still in honor. You still did it. Next time, the four of us will do it together at 11 whoa, o'clock whoa, after whoa. the show. Uh, uh, <laughs> Chief? Uh, no, in our own home. Oh, oh yeah. Home. And then what, check in afterwards? Done? <laughs> Done. How did yours go? Well, went well. Yeah, mine was good. I Oli- did it in the bathroom. Olivia would be pleased. <laughs> Shed a tear. I poured some out for my homie. <laughs> She's beautiful. She was... Uh, yeah, fourth she one in yeah. three months. No, no. They're all they're kicking. What, is there, they don't is know there why. a serial killer out there, maybe? Uh, well, Chief! August Ames killed <laughs> yeah. one, I know. This, this epidemic has to end. Yes. Hashtag time's up on this one. Stop dying, porn stars. We love you. Yeah, we can't have this. Uh, so, yeah, they don't know why she died. They just found her dead. My guess would be drugs. Here's her Twitter page. Mm. You can put that straight up on Twitter? Oh, yeah. I don't think you're supposed to, to be honest. No, Twitter's all all. They're in. all right with that? Instagram isn't. She was just writing a dude. Mm. Oh, my God. There's, there's a pee-pee. Maybe I need to go on Twitter more. I mean, Twitter seems better <laughs> than what you've been doing. I didn't know you could do this on Twitter either. They don't have any rules or regulations no, about that kind of Twitter stuff. Twitter was just for angry 50-year-olds. Not much of a filter there, is there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Honestly, I thought... So I, my daughter, you know, she starts following keep, everybody. No, <laughs> keep her off the Twitter. I thought Twitter was for uh, NBA players and angry 50-year-olds uh, who are still mad about... Still mad about uh, oh, yeah, yeah. They're still mad about uh, Hillary. I didn't know you could do this on Twitter. Well, I would follow that. That's going to get every guy in trouble at home following. Well, there it is. It, evidently, God. that guy's making mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> He's just making real, real smooth ones, too. All right, well, and then that guy. There's Stan Lee. <laughs> I don't know why that's yeah, well, There's a guy page. in a wheelchair who's a, a veteran of wars who's on her page uh, basically saying, well, you don't have to blow me before I die. You did, can't post this stuff. Did he know he was going to end up on this page? Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't She's trying like to help I'm veterans. I'm putting it everywhere. <laughs> she's trying to help veterans. Anyway, Looking she's for going. his buddies. All right. Olivia Nova. We hardly knew you. August Ames. A couple of good ones have dropped off. Good young ones. Normally, porn stars uh, start doing that when they're like in their mid thirties, when their when their value to the porn industry has waned or gone away yeah, completely. This is way too soon. This is this is in their prime or just before their prime. She's only twenty, uh, so she's gone. So uh, again, in honor, Olivia Nova today. On any, your not in your car and not on the wet roads. Any deets? No, nothing. Nothing. Just found her body. That's it. So they no note. Know nothing. Nothing they've uh, told anybody about. Just. Found her body. Details are unknown. So, yeah. You know who got me on that one is the same guy who uh, told me August Ames died. Our creepy, weird, old intern, Jeremy. Oh, man. Yeah, he fired he's our... He's dialed in. He is dialed he's in married. on porn. Well, he's married and... Married. His kids aren't that old. He's though. not... No. He just looks like he should have two that's adult true. children. That's true. His kids are young. You think he went home? Honey, she died. I got to tell Holmberg. He told me immediately. Like, the second he found it, I got an Instagram post of the story. I'm like, wow, I didn't know much about this one, but let's take a look. And I was pleasantly surprised. Well done. Some guy emailed over and said, you know what's going to happen in acting soon, John, is we're going to go back to the old, I forget what they used to call it. He called it the right thing, but it was what Shakespeare used to do, um, where men played women's parts because they just didn't want to tolerate women anymore. They just, they just That's why Shakespeare in Love was such a, because... <gasps> Gwyneth Paltrow had to pretend to be a man she in order to be in the play. The and what happened? 
she ruined the play because she started banging one of the actors, which is exactly why Shakespeare and all the people back there are like, we can't have the girls here because the guys will bang them and the girls will be, you can't have them in the workplace because it's just a bad mix. Men don't know how to behave and women will do something and make one of the guys either mad or jealous or actually start having sex with one and then he'll be distracted. So all the women's parts will be played by men and that's the way it is. Well, we, we, we broke down that perfect wall and now look at us. So we're, he said it. We're going to have to go back to the olden days when J- Japan did. Japan, without even knowledge of Shakespeare, really did the exact same thing. They used to have men play the women's roles, and uh, that's the way it was because it was much safer that way uh, to rehearse and get work done and no distractions and anything else. And and then what happened to no theater? harassment? What happened to theater? The guys started banging each other. All right. And then Broadway was born, and it was super gay. And then they let women in again, and that kind of screw, that screwed things up for a while. Confused a lot of people, and then Kevin. Spacey. You won't have much argument out of, out of some Broadway productions. All men, all men, yes. But they, but again, men are cooler. As long as it's all on the up and up and of age, eh, they're not going to complain too much. So yeah, we're going to head down that road. Uh, something we uh, yesterday. This is this is great, and I don't think this is. Uh, I'm going to take the side in this story of these uh, little angels shouldn't be removed from their league in Ohio. A youth basketball team has been going around like crazy. Uh, it was kicked out of their rec league in game four. <laughs> Keep that in mind. It was the fourth game of the season. Uh, they were the Wet Dream Team was the name of their uh, their team. The Wet Dream Team. And some of the names on the back of their... And the ages of the kids were, again, you're saying... Like, I don't know. Maybe 12, 12 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 7 yeah, 12. yeah, it was uh, grades 2 through 12. But this was a team at big, fat... Lumbering Kentucky second graders. These were that's the whole the league. Yeah, the whole league. Yeah, Yeah, but these were the older ones. These are a bunch of twelve year olds. These are these farm fed Kentucky Cincy boys that are border town. You know, they drink the river water that they pee in. Hamilton, uh, Ohio, right? It's Kentucky and Lower Cincinnati. So you're talking about the super hillbillies, and they had jerseys of the Wet Dream Team, sixth grade, probably hilarious to them because they're in sixth grade. And they were allowed to have nicknames on the back of their shirts. Well, one kid's nickname was Coon. One's was Knee, K-N-E-E, Grow, G-R-O-W, two words. So Negro was one of the – when they're all white kids. So you'd think to yourself, my goodness, this this should have been eyeballed and immediately stopped in the Cincinnati uh, – no. Game four, finally someone said, wait a second. What's going on here with the names on the back of their – somebody finally noticed in game four. And then the league's like, oh, geez. What if that geez. kid's last name was Coon? Because in high school, I had Rudy, Rudy Coon. <laughs> he's not allowed to have that last name anymore. He's got he's to change. I had a, there was a kid in West Virginia that may or may not have been his real last name, but we called him Coon. He was a white kid, too. Don't get me wrong. So, uh, yeah, they had this. So Tony Rue, a parent of one of the players, highlighted the eyebrow-raising jerseys in a lengthy Facebook post just about how you can't believe this happened, and it's we're four games in. How come this, this got by everybody until me? Uh, by no means are we perfect parents or assume our teenage boys are innocent and don't speak of things like this, but I could never imagine allowing my teenage son to represent his school or league in this manner, let alone represent our family with such filth. There's enough hate and bullying and aggressive behavior in the world. These kids and parents shouldn't have to deal with this bigotry. Well, see, to me, you just revealed your bigot. To me, this is like beautiful. Like black people should want white people to wear this stuff. It's like there's one I don't ever want to deal with ever in my life. Skip that one. So you just canceled out what they really feel, and you're going to make them. Now they get to hide it. 
See, I'm all for them. Like if they're paying that, you know, their parents and everything, you just don't deal with those people anymore. And they've been nice to you the whole time. If I walked around with a shirt that said Negro on it, you know, and my team wet dream, eventually someone I'm dealing with is going to say, okay, that's this guy is wearing it. You're literally wearing your thoughts on your shirt or on your sleeve. Why make them hide it? Make these little kids walk around in public with it. And then take them down into the city leagues and make this. T- Let's go play some uh, better competition. Let's go roll over to the bad side of town and you kids can wear your funny shirts in front of a real day. Won't do it. Then you'll teach them a lesson for real. It's like, oh, I better not do this or I'm going to get my ass kicked. Yeah, it was so blatant it had to be fake, said some of the parents from earlier games. <laughs> Sadly, it wasn't. Uh, it was uh, the CPYBL has now come out with a statement that basically says we are condemning strongly any type of hateful and racist commentary. This behavior is in no way welcomed or tolerated in our schools, community, or leagues. First couple of games was first, okay. First couple of games, no we, problems. Had, I mean, we all had a good laugh. There were no black people in the room. We had no idea. One of the teams was going to bring a black person in the room and muck this all up for us. We didn't schedule it right. Then they then they used the the phrase that's being abused. This is a teachable moment to understand how these were. No, a teachable moment is to drag Coon and Negro right on down to the black area and let them play basketball with them for a few minutes. Down to the city. There's your teachable moment. We got to stop letting these hillbillies, you know, off the hook by banning it and just saying, sure, wear whatever you want. And you're then, fine with that shirt? And then mingle the leagues. Yeah. You wear it everywhere. You like that shirt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mingle those leagues a little bit. I guarantee you they're going to slow it down a little bit once they get a, a feeling Negro of what Negro down to Coon. <laughs> back to Negro. Over to Spear Thrower. Oh, he's been in for two. punched square in the face by Ronald Jackson. He's from a really poor area of Cincinnati, and he's not taking too kindly to these funny shirts. It's game four. The team Wet Dream is checking in at two and one. Join us next week. What yeah. will game five show? It's Cincinnati. It's not surprising. It's a, it's it's Kentucky. It's not surprising. But yeah, what's interesting is I think it. it was in Hamilton, Ohio, which is where the Miami University is, which is you know oh, you, is the it? university towns are kind of sometimes can be a, more of a liberal, more progressive. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, sure. But That's they're twelve. But let's get let's understand. There's some nice pockets there. Where you Stop can find it. Them. No, I'm saying nice oh, racial racist pockets. pockets. I yeah. was going to say if you're trying to defend the area, right? Just let this breathe for a little bit before you start telling me how nice the area is. No, you only have to travel two or three miles. Ready? It's Cincinnati. And there's wood burning. It's all Cincinnati. It's Kentucky and Cincinnati. Yes, I judge the entire area as one big. That river connects a lot of people. Cesspool of yuck. If it ain't hillbillies being just gross, weird hillbillies, it's racism just drenched all over the area. Well, that tight, you need to, I take offense to that as a resident of Cincinnati. The Brennemans have never, your old owner of the league that used to pay your dad quite handsomely, said the N-word a lot about her players. Well, all right, other than that, I've never been exposed. So you mean the person that means the most to the Brenneman family as far as having a career and a lifestyle? Yeah, right. Outside of Marcia, this city's never once been known for that. Tommy. She was like your grandma. You I'm shake sure. your head. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure. I'll walk to St. Bernard. Marty loved her back in the 70s. Thought she was great. Different time. John, yeah. so that's where Senator Flake's kid plays ball. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and Senator Flake's kid should be known as the moniker he chose, N-Word Killer 1. 
that was on his stupid Xbox thing, and he should have that as his, like every time he's on TV, I don't know his first name, let's just say it's Dave. Dave, in quotes, N-word killer one, flake. Every time he's on TV. Because that's what he wanted to display himself as. And then How old was he when he did that? Uh, late teens. Yeah. No, he 16, was older than that. Older than that. I think he was a little older than that. Not much, but you know, 15, 16, 17, something like that. Either way. Okay. I don't know. You got to live with that the rest of your life. No, man. up until you're 18. If you're over 18, you're doing You got to live with it for the rest of your It's like the thing in court. It's like you're, ch- yeah. you're charged as a, <laughs> a, a minor, and then afterwards you're not. The balls on that kid. That's that. amazing set of balls, considering his dad is a politician. He knew once that leaked. I don't think we should sweep it under the rug. I think these kids should be known for it. It's like when you get caught smoking. You got to smoke the whole pack. You want to wear this? It's going to be on all your clothes. We're putting the word coon on all your clothes, Timmy. All of them. But I just was doing it as a joke for basketball. Now it's your name. Oh, man. Where are we going? Down to the inner cities to help. Oh, man. Old Team Wet Dream isn't as fun as it was a few minutes ago, was it? I didn't know you were going to turn it into a movement. I think these kids will learn from this. Yeah, it's a teachable moment to keep it quiet. Now you know. (laughs) Right. Racism should be something you do among friends, not publicly. That's the teachable moment. Yeah, I guess we can't be too loud about it anymore. You only get away with three games before the city implodes and some uppity liberal starts screaming about it. One parent, and he didn't even go to the league. He went to Facebook. He didn't have any. That's how racist and scared he was. He's like, hmm, uh... I better not say anything to these hillbillies. They'll lynch me. I'll do it on Facebook somewhat anonymously and see if this catches fire at all. Post some pictures. I ordered my new shirt, Black People Don't Watch Game of Thrones. It's pretty cool. It's true. For the most part, that's correct. Statistically, you can back that up. I think so. I think Winston's in the minority. Again. A lot. Yeah. 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 always that. Double whammy. What, that he's a double minority? <laughs> I don't think you're going to lose jobs over that no. one. No. The Game of Thrones thing, the black thing for sure you're going to yeah. lose, especially in Cincinnati. Four games in. That's the real tragedy here. They got three under their belt with racial slurs as their jerseys. Did you see that thing? What was their record? They were laughing, having the time of their lives. And then one guy's like, "Is they're laughing. Everybody thinks this is fun. Oh, I went to school with that flake kid, John. Total yep. douchebag. Of course he was. I know I'm surprising everyone. <laughs> of course he was. I just love that it's a teachable moment for the kids. No, it's not. They're just going to learn that if they're going to do it, they have to whisper it. Let them wear it. Let them have neon signs. <laughs> what if that team, you know, the team name this year was, we need to taper it a little bit, not make it as obvious as it was <laughs> right. last year. Yeah. Try to be more clever about it, boys. You're a little too blatant, you know? We have to drop the Jolly Pirate. <laughs> yeah, and right there in the heart of, like, uh, where all the freedom was. In the, you know, that's the funny part about the Kentucky-Cincinnati areas. That was the dividing line of where freedom met slavery. The Underground Railroad and all that stuff went all through that area. And, uh, that's, where, that's where it's most most prominent even to this day. Is. Maybe that was the problem they played in Hamilton. Maddie. One of their... It could have the been. other team, you know, Covington, you can play all day long. Yeah, loads of whites knowing that they're in the bubble and nobody's going to be there and the janitor won't say a thing or he'll lose his job. You have to drive back to the poor section and tell everybody how awful it is back in Covington. Either way, congratulations. How do you know so much about Cincinnati? 
I spent uh, three summers there. Oh, did Scooby Doo. Oh, oh, you summered as Scooby. I forgot. Yeah. I thought that was up on the lake, <laughs> and that's where the. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, the families originally from there back in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, my family's from a place I don't know the surrounding area. Yeah, but he's been here in history for years. That's true. Yeah, they didn't have TV. They had fires. <laughs> that's right. Did I ever tell you about they the difference talked. between Covington and Hamilton? <laughs> no, tell me again. One's black. That's it. Yep. So never forget it, boy. I don't think kids in Ohio actually learn anything other than Ohio history. Positive of that. I agree there. Well, there's a reason why the Cleveland Browns still sell loads and loads of tickets. There's a civic pride to something such, just the biggest piece of garbage in the history of everything. They had a parade, John. Did you see the parade? Yeah, which is hilarious. Amazing the amount of people that went that frozen. Because it's Ohio represented, they'll go. Even though it's just an awful representation, it's, they still it's just It's a go, we, we suck parade. Yeah, yeah. And they proudly stood on the sidelines of it going, I paid for this suckage. Did any of the players go on a float? That would have been really cool. Yeah. They should have if they should been have, made to. They should have been forced yes. by the league to ride. Hugh Jackson <laughs> should have been there. Waving. Boo. I know. This <laughs> parade chairman. The grand marshal. Yeah, the grand marshal in an old jalopy that's being pushed by a mule. I'm sorry. The big it, that, they should blackmail the team. If you want me to re-up my season tickets for next year, then you all have to take part. That's, in you know, what you're saying makes sense in any other town. <laughs> but they know Cleveland will show up. They're Ohioans. The word Cleveland's involved. They think it's cool immediately. We don't even have to win games. We'll make money. It's embarrassing. And yeah, there has to be a whole lot less civic pride. And the people who people are from, you people from Ohio, Brady, very, very different than everyone else in the nation. Because I acknowledge how crappy Indiana is. I acknowledge that a good portion of Arizona is monumental garbage. Ohio doesn't get that from the Ohioans. And I've been there. It's it's mostly crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Indiana. It's the same thing. It's between two things I know pretty well, Pennsylvania and Indiana. So it doesn't change into this tropical wonderland for those five hours driving. What? There's not a vast landscape yeah. that totally changes? It's pretty much exactly the same. And also, I lived in West Virginia. I surrounded Ohio with more Ohio. You couldn't tell the difference. You lived in the mountain region for a while. I lived in Indiana and West Virginia and spent tons of time in Pennsylvania. We drove through Ohio a lot. I didn't see anything that made me go, man, I wish we'd it's, stop here. It, what it is for Brady, it's very much like the first Limp Biscuit album. Yeah. Yes. You, you remember having a good time with it. You yeah. thought it was great at the time. And then the reality. And then if you go back and really look at it, oh, my God, what yeah. a pile of garbage. After you explore other stuff, you realize, wow, Ohio is... Uh, a little bit inflated in my mind is something better than it was. I've researched the lyrics of Nookie. <laughs> Two Days in Toledo. Oh, I wasn't on there. Two Days in Toledo. Right on the first Faith one. was the big hit. Two Days in Toledo made me want to burn down all of Ohio. Yeah, you were very angry. In it's an awful place. My bubbles managed to uh, all right. hang in there. Well, we know you're going to you defend know, it. It's a strong bubble. But, uh, <laughs> I've been there, too. It doesn't take far. Yeah. I've been there, too, Brady. Get into some crap. I'm going to be honest you know, with you. 20 minutes. It was know. nice. It was all right. Yeah, nice houses, great people. Sure. Yeah, but it was okay. It wasn't anything I'd be like, now this is where I have to live. This is amazing. Right. I'd your, be like, your why dream don't these, location? All I thought was, why don't these nice people leave this oh, I think Brady knows he left. Yeah, he got out. He ran from it. And when he dies, he'll be buried back with his real family in Ohio, <laughs> where it's tolerable to be dead in Ohio. Yeah. Anyway, go get him, Cincinnati. Studs. Now, do they get to keep Team Wet Dream? Now, maybe that's what they're really mad about. They don't like the sexual connotations. That's against the Bible. 
So maybe they have to change the name Team Wet Dream and they can keep Negro and Coon on their shirts because that doesn't offend anybody. But the Team Wet Dream thing, that's dirty. So the guy says, John, I, our rec team was called the Muff Divers in high school. Many parents, granted it was a little earlier, but they chanted it, apparently right. unaware of the context. <laughs> that's, your, see, that's, just getting away with, that's just getting away with generational slang. Right. They're changing it up to the Wet Dream team to Nocturnal Emission. Yeah, that's great. And a lot of those hillbillies in Kentucky, they wouldn't even be able to it's pronounce above the it, pay grade. let alone look it up. Anyway, good job, uh, Cincinnati. You're always on the cutting edge of stupid. All right. Always in the news. Florida and Ohio, not a whole lot different there, uh, except the beaches. I'll give you that. Uh, Eric, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? Well, Wake Up Song brought to you by ELOteam.com. Thinking about buying a home this year? Then uh, let's get on it. Let's get started. Just check out the website, ELOteam.com. We can help you out. Uh, wake up songs. We got Kill Switch Engage, Holy Diver up there, Thunder Pussy. Oh, the Velvet Noose. Velvet Noose. Gotta love that uh, Thunder Pussy. Yeah, that's a strong cat. Uh, trapped, headstrong, asking Alexandria into the fire. Holy Diver by Kill Switch hasn't been on in a long time. Let's okay. go with that one. Let's I do like it. That. And by the way, uh, I gotta say it. Here at Saddam's Palace in our beautiful new building that is now uh, creeping in on its second anniversary, Uh-oh. not a leak. Nothing's falling apart. No leaks. True. Normally after a rainstorm, we've got yeah, buckets all over the building. And buckets I thought, well, the gum is holding up. It did hit about 8.30 last <laughs> they night. They used just so gum. So I'm, I'm thinking to myself, 8.30 storm, not a lot of people were here. We're going to have puddles all over the floor. Not one. So whatever patch job we did at the end of the last storm. That mighty seal is working. Well, Fingers we watched the, the old uh, Mexican couple uh, out there on the patio. Cleaning they, the louvers. They were doing some sealing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did spray some mighty seal <laughs> he on was the doing sides. Something. Uh, I didn't like that setup at all, but <laughs> I can't imagine that's all it took. But if it if it is, great job, Mexican guy and his wife who dropped the towels over the edge of the balcony all the time. It's we're we're leak free for the first time ever, and that was a pretty good sized storm. Thanks, Trip. Nice job. I don't know if Trip had anything to do with it other than go. God damn it! Get me Mexicans in a mop. <laughs> Trip never had to deal with the rain falling on his head. No, never once. Well, maybe in his office it got a little weird because he's got that big vent that goes through. Oh. So I'm sure that was first, just took first that thing. day off. Probably priority was to fix that right off. But right here in our hallway, outside our door, normally there's a big bucket. No yeah. bucket. Down there in the first lobby. First floor, lobby was clean. Carpet. Still, the, the rug is nice. still down. No buckets. No buckets. It's the little things, John. Baby steps. You build a building, you find out its flaws, you wait a couple storms out, we did it. But it's not leaking, which is great news. It just makes me think it's seeping into the walls and we're going to be sucking in black mold in a few weeks. But I don't know about that. So what I don't know doesn't scare me as much. It's out of control now. Oh, we do have a couple buckets. Oh, maybe they're just in case. We got just in case buckets. Brady's noticed some just in case bucketry going on, but it's still not... Not, Not a big deal. It looked dry. It is fun to sing Holy Diver as Mini Driver, we just found. If you sing, Mini Driver! <laughs> your face is square and your head's misshaped. Where did your career go? I always thought Mini, Mini Driver, Driver was attractive. I don't know. Maybe you look me. like toast. I want to butter your face. <laughs> I don't get it. Mini Driver! <laughs> Where did you go? Why do you hate her so? I don't hate her. I just didn't. I liked her hair a lot. Her beautiful hair. And then she turned around and was like, ah, powdered toast man. Wow. <laughs> that is a square jaw. 
I want to put a light bulb in you and hang you outside my front door. You're a lantern. She looked good in Goodwill Hunting. Mm-hmm. And then she turned around and, wow, you could cut steak with those cheeks. How do you like them apples? No, she was fine. I don't know what happened to her. She just kind of went away. Uh, David Endress, who is a listener of ours, who has a very unique outlook on everything, said, you know, what was her name? Olivia, what's her name? I forgot her name already. The dead Nova. Porn star. Nova. Olivia Nova. Olivia Nova found dead. Porn stars dropping like flies. And he says, you know who I blame for this? Olivia Nova, at least. Oprah. She was so goddamn inspirational that it made all those whores feel bad. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, David might be on to something right uh, there. If you get if you get into the fast track with empowering women, you know, too too quickly, and you don't baby step it a little bit, the whores are going to start dropping like flies. They're going to start feeling like they're they're think, being passed up by all these, uh, these women who want to be astronauts and president and stuff. Think porn stars watch the Golden Globes? Yes. That's their true, real dream. They just they jumped into where the money was instead of worked for it. This girl was twenty. She wanted to be an actress, but she wanted to be an actress right now. So she threw morality like I've away. Done the AVM thing for the paycheck, and step. she's yeah, she's all of them want to be actresses. Otherwise, they just have sex for money somewhere else. Why do it on film when you could just the money's there? That's why the good money. And plus, she's an actress now. I want to break into mainstream eventually. Well, it's never happened. I want to be the first. That's their walking on the moon. The first one that jumps out of that and becomes a serious, like, Academy Award. Helen Mirren's the closest thing you got. She used to be kind of a whore back in the day. Showed her cans and everything. And then all of a sudden now she's like this respected, you know, dame or something. I don't know. Yeah, Oprah. Oprah got too empowered and too inspirational and it made whores feel bad, like, too fast. Oprah's speech was too good. And now porn whores are going to start falling out. Mender up in Chicago said, you don't suppose Harvey Weinstein's behind all these porn stars dying. And he got, he got outed back in October, so now what's he going to do? His revenge is to kill the sex girls. <laughs> Can't have sex? Well, then we've got to take this away, too. This. I'll show you. Either way, very interesting take. Yeah, let's slow it down a little bit, ladies. You get too many Oprah speeches out there, and the downtrodden porn girls that know they can't be astronauts or the president, they're going to be the ones that, uh, you know, feel like their their hope is lost and they're only 20 years old because they've been taking D for checks for the last two years of their lives and feeling pretty okay with it. Until <laughs> you told them how wrong it was. Yeah, you can't go living out there in Calabasas taking D for a living. You're ruining it for all the other ladies. Soon one of the Kardashians will drop, recognizing their talentless ways. And Kendall Jenner, again, in that women empowering each other thing. But yet, uh, just bashed all over Twitter for having so much makeup on because she's got acne. <laughs> it's like, man, you guys are mean to you guys will spin on each other like nobody's business. Couldn't you just refrain from Twitter commentary one night, ladies? This unifying thing is tough. Yeah. Still a best and worst dress. Confusing. It really is hard. <laughs> the best and worst dressed of black dress night is like, just you know what? Let's just pull back on that one. Everybody looked great. There was a moment. Not a lot of options when you've narrowed it down to one color. I get it. Screaming for diversity, and you're all dressed exactly the same. Let's get ourselves a Brady Report, and we'll scream it together. It's Brady Report. It's 98 KUPD. It's out of control now. 98 KUPD.
2020 is coming to an end, and we are not mad about it. In fact, at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're celebrating with huge savings. You pay what we pay with employee pricing plus at the Big Finish Sales Event, happening now. So this holiday season, wrap up 2020 with a win and get big savings on every new Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or just do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.